And does the microphone need to be like more in front or here? It's fine. Maybe a little bit in front cuz mm -hmm. it's going out to Like that? There we Good, Good evening, evening, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to today's sixth episode of Female CEO Mindset. I'm your host, owner of Female CEO Mindset, Alicia Santana. We have a really awesome episode planned today. Um, first off, how exciting is it that we're back in the studio? <laughs> the professional lights, microphones, no family collage in the background, you know. <laughs> I'm super excited about it. So today I'm joined with Alicia Galambos, another Alicia. <laughs> She's the owner of EAG Innovations, and we're going to be discussing self-empowerment and how you can own your personal power. How are you doing today, Alicia? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me on. It's great to be here, and welcome back to your studio. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's nice. <laughs> so before we get started, do you want to tell our audience a little bit about yourself and your journey and how you came to where you are today? For sure. So from an early age, I always wanted to help others. I was the first to volunteer for things, and that actually led me into the field of tourism and hospitality, which soon led me to do a complete 180 into the nonprofit sector. Um, I knew I wanted to do more to further empower myself, which is something I initially struggled with, and empower others and serve as many people as possible. And that's why I actually started EAG Innovation, because I wanted to find a place where we could connect education with art and tech and mental health to help people live happier and healthier lives. That's amazing. Wow, that's quite the journey, eh? <laughs> It is indeed. I'm not going to say it was an easy one by any No, sure. but no journey that's worth it ever is, right? Exactly. So what kind of services do you offer through EAG Innovations? Yeah, so right now uh, we just wrapped up a couple of our mental health services. So we were doing a lot of peer support groups, helping people find solutions mm -hmm. in how to incorporate mental health care in their everyday lives. Um, upcoming, we're helping small business owners empower themselves through writing and communication courses, as well as we have an amazing prize lineup that features everything from health and wellness all the way to helping out the queer entrepreneur. Oh, wow. That's awesome. 
So, thank you. Your topic of discussion was um, self empowerment and women in business. So, what are some trials and circumstances that you have overcome as a woman in business, and some tips that you can give other women in business that you wish you would have known when you first started? Definitely. So, being female presenting, I quickly learned that the business world isn't designed for women. It was something I always heard, and I think it's a stereotype that really exists. And as I began to investigate the tech space for the technology part of our business and growing, um, I learned there was very little space for a woman's opinion, and especially a woman's opinion um, with the incorporation of tech and mental health. It was stereotypically dominated by um, men, even when I sat in classes and tried to build my education. There was definitely a guys club at every table I sat at. Um, so I eventually learned through honing my skills um, how to authentically walk in like an expert and be bold. Um, beyond walking in like an expert, what I can say to other women out there is we, we can show up like an expert with our head held high and we can also gain empowerment through holding ourselves accountable. I think we all set career objectives and goals and those that we've set for ourselves um, help us defeat that dreaded imposter syndrome. So this idea of when we show up, we're not meant to be there, we don't deserve a place at the table. Um, I believe through having these strong goals and building up the sense of empowerment, we get to show up through adversity. We get to have a seat at that table and feel like we've earned it too. Oh, 100%. And you're 100% right in the aspect of definitely women don't have as many resources or they or they do or they just don't feel like they have as many resources because a lot of industries are male dominated so as a woman in business what do you do on a daily basis to help keep yourself accountable and on track with your business so this is going to seem a little unconventional but for me it begins with self-care even before the productivity planner or managing my calendar um i start by meditating daily, and I believe in break. Mm -hmm. I think managing our self-care is in line with our own empowerment. I take breaks from my desk. I dance when good stuff happens. <laughs> I really enjoy this idea of taking a break by going for a walk outside and connecting with nature. 100%. I move my desk outside daily. <laughs> um, I think what we can do and something that we all can do to stay accountable is connecting with others in our community, um, especially strong communities of women where we can build each other up. I 100%. think for me personally, connecting with others always leaves us stronger and ready to tackle new tasks. I love the people I get to network with and work with every day and that's essential for me. Oh, I agree with you. I have my little like group of women that I, I check in with on a daily basis. And it's true when they say that there's nothing more empowering than connecting with other like-minded women, because then you just like bounce all of these amazing ideas and inspiration off of each other. So it can be really a really good tool for learning and growing just by connecting with a community of women that have the same mindset as yourself, right? 
completely agree. Yeah. So our main topic today that you wanted to discuss was self-empowerment, which is an amazing topic to begin with, and owning your own personal power. So can you talk to us a little bit about self-empowerment and what that means? So what I feel is self-empowerment is going to look different for everyone, and it has such a wide variety of definitions. So to me, self-empowerment is taking control of our own lives. It's this belief in ourselves that although it might waver in periods of great stress, self-empowerment is basically our own individual superpower that allows us to find confidence and overcome. We also get to find the strengths in our abilities through nurturing this idea of self-esteem along with building our self-empowerment, which I think is incredibly cool. Oh, 100%. And I feel like we don't nurture our self-esteem enough. You know what I mean? I feel like we get so stuck into our daily routines of work and family and obligations that a lot of us don't do the things in our lives that spark that fire that also helps increase our self-esteem. So I definitely feel like more people should find something that makes them feel good, right? And they they feel confident. And I think that's so important. So that's a really good aspect to, to remember. So when you talk about nurturing self-esteem, what are some ways other than engaging in activities that they like that is a good way to nurture self-esteem? So yeah, I really like what you said about stepping out of the box because something I believe in nurturing self-esteem looks different for everyone. Mm -hmm. Everyone has different likes and dislikes. For me, it looks like being kind to ourselves and making this inner commitment to nurture ourselves with love the same way we would make a commitment, whether it's wedding vows or a commitment to a contract for our business. Um, Self-esteem is incredibly important as this influencer and how we make these choices that affect our outcomes and how much freedom we have to create and explore like both inside and outside of ourselves. So my tip here would be nurturing self-esteem starts with positive affirmations and being your own cheerleader. Like let's take more time to celebrate the small stuff. So let's start by saying, Hey, I made myself a really great breakfast this morning. I went or I did yoga. These can be great small things to start celebrating. And we start by focusing on what went well versus what we want to change about ourselves or our lives or what's negative or what we see as bad. We eventually build up self-esteem. And with that, I also feel like resilience and resilience is a game changer in how we view ourselves in the world. Oh, I completely agree. I, I love using affirmations, especially when you might have those subconscious limiting beliefs like buried deep down inside, right? And some of those those beliefs and those blockages can really affect your self-esteem. So I feel like the topic of self-empowerment is really just, like you said, like defining your own confidence and not letting what other people may think or other people's opinions kind of depict that for you, right? So it's super important, I think, to nourish that. I I agree with you there. Um, So personal power, how can we, using everything you've discussed so far, learn our own personal power on a daily basis? That would be like a good routine someone could get into, like on top of like the meditating and the affirmations. Yeah, so that's a great question. 
Um, so I think we can start a routine and we can start figuring out what our personal power looks like for each of us uh, when we begin to see how the invisibility starts within. So something I do is recognizing places where I feel my voice is being silenced or places where I can help and effectively make change. I think that's a daily practice that doesn't need to be um, it doesn't need to be timed or saying, I'm going to do it at this time. This is something we can look for each and every day. I think we can't afford to wait for the world to be equal, to be seen. If we keep waiting and waiting, things aren't going to, things aren't going to change for us and things aren't going to change for the community that we're passionate about. Exactly. Um, so we have to continue to use these tools within ourselves to be visible and to be seen and I think we ha all have these highs and lows, and when we recognize them and what we think of as being so ordinary, that's our power. Whether all we've done in a day is, let's say, if we're teaching dinner for our families, this might seem so ordinary, but in fact, it's our superhero power, and when we see that power of, and the power of our stories, we get to own that, and I think that will come across in all of our routines. It just starts with recognizing, engaging in positive activities, whether that's an activity we love doing, whether that's pursuing a passion project, whether it's meditating each and every day. I think we are effectively and can effectively own our personal power through that. And that's incredible, and I love what you said about owning your story because everybody's story is so different. Everybody, like the person next to you could have gone through the most traumatic thing, but what you see is like a successful, like entrepreneur that, you know what I mean, has a six figure business or whatever. Sometimes the strongest people have come from the craziest circumstances. And I think a lot of that is really realizing what you went through, recognizing the emotions attached to them, but, but letting yourself acknowledge them and then let them go and owning what you've been through, which is amazing. I love that. <laughs> Thank you. I think, a, I think a great activity as well is actually practicing the release of emotions and learning to let go. Something that I use regularly is writing down worries, writing down those negative thoughts and scheduling time to worry. So they don't affect our self-empowerment um, throughout the day or our ability to run and manage our business or our lives effectively. 100%. I think that's a great idea. A little quick tip as well. Oh, 100%. And it's funny you say that because I was just do watched a webinar last week um, about how in life we get all these circumstances thrown at us and all of the motions, we just kind of like shove them down and down and down rather than making the time to experience them. So this woman was talking about EFT, the emotional freedom technique is where you do like the tapping. I don't know if you've heard of that, but she was saying how this technique can help bring up stored emotions that we've kind of bottled up there. And mm -hmm. having something like that, where you can sit and be like, oh man, now I'm gonna like take the time to experience that energy from that, guy who cut me off and really like pissed me off like taking the time to like go through situations in your day experience the emotions and let them go rather than bottling them up right because you always hear that expression like people bottle their emotions until they explode and that's not that's not the point you want to get to right you want to be able to kind of work with your emotions and almost like build a relationship where you know you're not going to have good emotions every day 
you know you're going to have highs and lows, but taking the time to go through the, all of the good emotions and all of the bad emotions is how you're going to keep yourself as high vibe as you possibly can be, right? Exactly. And I think that's an incredible practice in resilience, too, and allowing to, your brain to adjust and retrain and to experiencing a wide variety of things. We don't always feel like we're having a bad day or a negative day. Oh, for sure. A hundred percent. So I'm going to ask you one more question um, before we let you go today. So COVID-19 and the whole situation, our whole world has been going through. How has it affected your business and what changes have you personally had to implement to kind of flow with the times that we're experiencing right now? For sure. So we had several in-person programming scheduled uh, right before, um, just during COVID-19, we had a full schedule up. What we've done is we've moved everything online and made everything low cost so we can help as many people as possible. Um, that was really the most important thing for me. I just thought, how can I get out there? How can I still do what I love to do and help as many people as I possibly can? Um, so it really just started from there. Um, we actually opened in February oh, for wow. 20. So right before COVID-19 <laughs> hit. Um, so it wasn't a great time to start a business. And at the same time, it was also the best time. It taught me a lot about adapting mm -hmm. and marketing and really about, realistically about empowerment. I've never seen such community and growth and really people being willing to help each other and spread joy for one another. So. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. I love watching how all of the businesses have kind of changed to implement doing things online. And it's nice because a lot of people are stressed about it, but at the same time, it's given people a chance to refocus and put their energy into areas of business that they might not have been able to otherwise. So if you kind of see it from that perspective, you're in a little bit of a better of a growth mindset, but trying to remember that, right? So you're not letting it be the reason mm -hmm. that you're not adapting to the changes that are happening in the world, right? Exactly. Yeah, well, 100%. I appreciate you, you sitting down with me today. I know that you have school soon, which is super exciting, but I appreciate all of the amazing tips that you shared with us today. I hope that everybody listening was able to, to get some value and some tips that they can start implementing in their own lives. If anybody listening wants to connect with you directly, where can they find you? Yeah, so they can find us on Facebook and Instagram at EAG Innovation. Um, currently, our most active way we're engaging with people is through our Eventbrite page, which is very untraditional. Um, but we're all, and we're always posting new events, new ways to connect with people. And yeah, you can find us on social media as well. Amazing. Well, I'll keep an eye out for some of your upcoming events. Thank you so much again, Alicia, for sharing everything with us today. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in to today's episode. Join me next week. I'll have a solo episode where I'm going to be discussing Reiki, spiritual energy, and how to manifest anything you want in life. See you next week at 8.